0: Welcome to the podcast, Vaginas and Vertebrae, where two doctors talk all about down there topics that seem to be overlooked. Whether it be mindset, body image, self-love, or medical questions, we dive deep into all aspects of being female. Dr. Madeline is a chiropractor who is on a mission to inspire women to reconnect to their bodies and reclaim their power. Dr. Kaylee is a pelvic floor physical therapist, spreading the truth that your vagina is magical. And as a woman, you deserve to rid of all the shame, guilt, and fear limiting you from stepping into your boss bitch self. Sit back, relax, and enjoy.
1: Thank you so much for your support of our podcast, Vaginas and Vertebrae. Please understand that all of the information, whether it be by Dr. Kaylee, Dr. Madeline, or our guest, is all solely based on personal and professional opinion. Nothing that we say or give information on should be utilized in place of any medical advice that has been given to you. If you are experiencing any medical symptoms, signs of issue or dysfunction, please make sure that you follow up with your physician and make sure you are following all of the plans of care. We are not saying that we have a physician-patient relationship with any of our listeners, so therefore we do not have any liability with what you do with the information that you gain from this podcast. Thank you so much again for listening. And we're super excited that you were just so chill and you're ready to learn and you're ready to listen to the way that we feel about what's going on in women's health care.
0: Welcome back to Vaginas and Vertebrae. Uh, this is Dr. Madeline. Dr. Keeley is not with us today, but she's here in spirit like always. And we have a very special guest today, Alexa, and we're super excited that she's here. I've known Alexa for a while now. We always have. Really fun, awesome conversation. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself real quick, and then we'll get on with it.
2: Thanks, Madeline. Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa. I'm a certified health coach and a holistic lifestyle educator, and the founder of Holistic Motherhood.
0: So um, Alexa is gonna tell you later about some like super cool stuff she has going on that's about ready to launch. So I'm excited for you guys to hear that. Um, What I want to know is, tell me your background. Tell me kind of like how you got here and what that looks like
2: course. Thanks. So this is really how I first got started. Um, It's my journey is sort of unique in the sense that it started in my early 20s. And we, my husband and I were already dating, and he started having a series of compounding health issues. And we really couldn't get to the root cause of what they are. We tried conventional medicine. At some point, they just didn't have the tools or resources to really help us anymore. So I took the reins. And started digging in myself. And as I started peeling back the layers of all the things that are stacked up against us, if we want to be healthy, um, what we came to was that nutrition played a big role in it. Environmental toxins played another role into it. And, you know, if you go the normal route, we talk a lot about physical health, right? And so when we're, when we think about that, we're like, yeah, eat the kale and drink the water and shake it out. And we've got the movement and we've got all those things going. But the depths that we really have to go to um, to find what's missing uh, surprised me in that journey. So that's really where it all kicked off. And we've been down that road for about a decade now. And after six years, we figured out what it was. But the real catalyst um, for me was a misdiagnosed miscarriage that happened um, when I was pregnant with my son about four years ago and going through that. Um, really showed me what the shortcomings were in the traditional system. And so at that point, I became very devoted um, because I was already into health and wellness at that point. So I became very devoted um, to finding a way to to give women more support. So it's taken me a long time to figure out what all of those pieces are so that we could now bridge the gap. And that's what the new platform that I'm going to be releasing is that goes live on Monday. Um, but it's all about bridging that disconnect and almost giving you a complementary system to the traditional one.
0: Okay, so you're talking about like you had to go, you spent like six years going deeper and figuring out what that was and like these missing pieces. Can you go into a little bit of like what does that mean? So if I'm listening, I'm like, okay, well, like my nutrition's great, but yeah, I'm still struggling with things. Like, what am I missing? What am I not looking at?
2: Right. So when we're when we're of course I can go in um, when we go into that. So we thought our nutrition was great, too, because we had switched over. One of the first things that we did is we switched over to a whole food plant-based diet. And we thought, okay, this is great. We're doing all the things. This is what the study shows. This is like the new thing that you should be doing. You now the diets change and the evidence fluctuates. So there's really not a one-size-fits-all diet out there that works for everybody. But what we did find out is, yes, you eat your fruits and vegetables, and you've got a balanced plate, and we do all that. I think for a large percentage, we don't really know what that means to truly have a balanced plate. But beyond that is looking to what's in our food and what's the quality of our food and where are we getting it from? And is it actually nourishing our bodies? Because yes, it's great to you know, look at, okay, we're eating fruits and vegetables, but do they work for us? Um, are we, you know, are we really metabolizing all of those things? And when you get into pregnancy and that sort of early postnatal phase, and when you're raising babies too, I mean, you go through these phases rather quickly and your body requires something different during all of those phases. So really what you did before may not actually work during that time. because like, we all know when you're pregnant, baby takes all, right? So what happens when we come out of that? We can come out of that very depleted. Then you add an extra... baby, another pregnancy, another baby into it. And it's a whole new ballgame, right? And so nutrition and not only just, not only just like a balanced diet, but like true quality nutrition and making sure that our micronutrients are being addressed, like our need for those micronutrients. That was a really big one because what we found is that there were we had so many, well, my husband in particular had so many deficiencies in all those areas and we thought we were eating healthy, but his body wasn't even taking them in at that point. I think that's oftentimes what we'll see um, if you've taken birth control for a long time and you've just recently come off birth control. Or maybe you've suffered from an autoimmune condition in the past, or you have tons of GI upset. Well, something is probably off there. And you may not be, you may be de- depleted going into pregnancy in the first place, which is something that often needs to be addressed. Um, the second one that we really found was environmental toxins. And I know we you may have seen things that say no, you're toxin, or what are those things? And I'm talking about things like, pesticides and how ubiquitous they really are in our environment and what that impact is on human health and on our food quality. So that's another thing that comes into play there. Um, Those are probably the two biggies that really came up for us. But for my husband, he dealt with heavy metal toxicity, and we really had to get to the bottom of that. And then you look at any sort of genetic variations that aren't presented when you go into pregnancy. They test you for a couple of different things, but we're never really tested all of these different things. And so the three of us, um, my husband, um, myself and my son all have the genetic variation of the MTHFR, which means that we need to make sure for me personally going into pregnancy, I had to make sure that I was supplementing with a methylfolate that my body could actually assimilate. And so these are some of the things that really came up for us during that time.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a lot.
2: <laughs>
0: I feel it. So if you, for our listeners who are listening and maybe, you know, like maybe they're like super new at like all of this stuff, but I do find that I think there, I see a shift in women who are um, thinking about becoming pregnant. So they're starting that journey different than just being like, Oh, Oh, I'm pregnant now. What type of thing? So let's say they're, they're planning on, you know, preconception. They know they want to conceive soon. What's like, what, like, is it easy advice you would give them when it comes to all of this, when they're starting that journey or a good place to start?
2: I'd say the two places I would really start is one with the EWG dirty dozen. Mm-hmm. Let's get on top of that and make sure, even if you can't buy everything organic, that we're focusing on those top 12 things and really making sure that we're cutting down the chemicals. When I look at that, the way that I see it is if I had, uh, this is how the analogy that I usually use with it, but if I had a handful of like pills and I gave it to you, right? Say I gave you 23, which the top strawberry has about 23 pesticides on it. That's what the EWG found. And I gave a handful of, you, of them to you. And I said, here, go ahead and take that. And then if something comes up for you in your body or you feel off, tell me which one it was. And so the same thing I apply to our food system too. We don't really know um, if our responses or the cues that we're getting from our body are from the food itself like say an allergy or if they're actually from the chemicals that are on the food in the first place and then the second place i would go to would be that same place and go look up your water on the ewg um, tap water guide
0: that's a big one that i think a lot of us probably don't necessarily think about uh, what's in our water because we're not just drinking it with it right we're showering using it for that, laundry, we're cooking with it. So we use a lot of water, we're around a lot of water, we're using it to brush our teeth. And um, I mean, I have, I'll be honest, I have not looked up my water at St. Pete Beach, but I can tell you when I brush my teeth that it smells like a lot of chlorine. (laughs) Like I'm pretty sure they add it more recently and and it's just not good. Um, So I'm sure you probably have resources somewhere that talk about like
2: filtration systems for homes and stuff like that. Yep, I mean, especially when we're pregnant and a baby is growing and taking everything from us, or even in a sense when you're first introducing water to your little ones, you want to be ahead of that because their risk factor um, for having a reaction is far greater than ours is. And think about that all day long when you're drinking the water, and you know you want to increase that that hydration during pregnancy mm-hmm. too. So I think it's just you know the top things that we can really be aware of are okay, what are we putting in our body most every day? And like, sure. let's start there. Yeah, that's no, super smart, yeah.
0: Um, I wanna talk a little bit because I know we see, a, we see a lot of like women through their motherhood transition, but I see a lot in our postpartum moms. And I think there's just this huge disconnect on the tax Taxing part of growing a baby and bringing baby earthside, and especially breastfeeding baby and giving baby nutrients, especially, you know, are you breastfeeding for a couple months, a year, those type of things? And we see all of these just different stuff pop up that maybe they didn't have issues with before being pregnant, maybe like skin issues, um, some of the postpartum like mood disorders, you know, like um, digestive issues, like all of these things, autoimmune stuff starts to pop up. And then if you're going, I'll be honest because I, you know, my sister went through some of this stuff. If you, you know, if you go to, if you find a doctor on your insurance and I'm not saying all of them, but sometimes you're going to go into them and they'll be like, there's this, no, this doesn't happen to postpartum women. We've never heard this before. But when you talk to them in our office, they're all telling you this has happened to them, you know?
2: So what I can say with that is that I had something very similar actually pop up. So I think we often, okay. So when we first have a baby... We think about that beginning stage and everybody tells us it's hard. Those first six weeks where we start to get adjusted to the sleep and you're exhausted and you're up all night. And we have this sort of mindset that after those first six weeks, things start to calm down. But when you talk about postpartum depletion or even true postpartum depression, it's very common for those things not to even creep up until three or four years in. Um, and it's an, it becomes an accumulation of everything that you've gone through. Um, and that brings up too, again, like nutritional deficiencies and what baby took and um, are we creating space for baby? You know, bringing a baby home can be so overwhelming and so stressful. and if you don't have somebody to walk you through it and to really be your support system and then today, when you choose something that's not necessarily the norm, you know, like the way your parents did it or the way your grandparents did it, Mm -hmm. there tends to be a lot of pushback on that. It's like a general uh, generational narrative Mm -hmm. that sort of gets pushed back on. And then if you want to do things a different way, say, feed your children another way, um, it's just another layer that gets added upon all of those other things that have come down on you. And it's very common, as you know, For something to come up during that first year after baby. And what I would say to that is that we need to get ahead of that. So we need to figure out why that's happening. And I, in my opinion, um, and in my experience working with mothers, I would say that we need to spend more time before we become pregnant. um, Thinking about, you know, we spend all this time Curating our perfect Pinterest board, and for birthday parties and baby pictures and all of those sort of things. But we need to get intentional on what we're putting in and on our body, even going into pregnancy, because what you do even at that beginning point can technically last a lifetime. You know, for your child and for you, um, mm-hmm. coming back from that can be so difficult. But in our society, I think we really do have that that idea or that picture of mothers in our head with the the mom who has the messy bun in her hair and we've got a caffeine IV drip. And if we can create motherhood on purpose, a very intentional version of this that fills those gaps within the system with, in the things that we're not talking about. I truly believe that we can empower mothers um, to thrive from day one.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of agree with you more. And I, it's, it's heartbreaking to see the narrative that we have created in society and, to, and for the ones trying to break free of that and trying to educate outside of that. But I mean, I do hope in the future it's different. I know that moms are tired and they're overwhelmed and they're not supported and they have nutri- they have all kinds of deficiencies, they need support and our society just doesn't do a good job of seeing them, holding space for them and even helping them. So good, good to love people love. like you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we got to change it.
2: Experience, right. I mean, I, I made a, a lot of different choices going in, you know, for myself, we were already into health and we were being careful um, with the sort of genetic variation and all of those things. So we knew that we were sensitive um, to the things that were around us. And I remember feeling at some point, I remember feeling like an island um, that I just didn't have that support system during that time and it's very isolating. And I my heart just really breaks and goes out to all of the women having babies today who are not able to join into the traditional, even like the play date or the mommy groups or those sort of things that they can't do it in person because it's just so important to have those women who have already been there and who have already walked those steps ahead of you to guide you so that you can flourish and that you can go through this transformation um, and really bring out the best version of yourself through that. But I've been where where so many of these women are. And I remember too sitting in a physician's office and saying about two years after having my son, you know, I know that I'm healthy and I know my my numbers look fine, but I am so tired just so tired from trying to do you know all the things and they said oh well your numbers are fine so so that's you know and then you start digging in to find out okay there's something more going on here right but maybe the something more is what's really lacking within the system and in society as a whole and it's become a lot of pressure on all of us as mothers
0: yeah I see that a lot. And I see like, not so much like on the nutrition topic, but we think that, you know, as soon as I think a woman becomes a mom, that she should lose that self-identity in a sense of being other things outside of the mom and not taking time to do those things or, or, and I understand, you know, moms are, are busy, but that's like the last thing on their burner. Whereas I think if we could, support them or figure out a way to really support them in that, um, you know, things would change a lot if they even got like one time a month to go do whatever made them feel like them. And, you know, maybe it changed postpartum, you know, maybe it was, it's not the same as what it was before having a baby, but to rediscover that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah. Um, so you have some exciting things going on. I would love for you to tell our listeners about what you have going on, like who's it for, what does it look like? Why is it super awesome? All the deets.
2: <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited to finally share. And this is the first time that I'm sharing it, you know, out there in the world, on the open. I'm so excited to be doing it with you because I just feel so much alignment with you in this space and what you're doing. Um, and so what we've been working on is an educational platform um, that's, made to be accessible to mothers. When I first had this vision of creating this, and like I said, this is something that I've been working on for a while now, you know, something that happened to me over four years ago was really the catalyst for all this, and then spending time trying to figure out how we're going to get here to be yeah. as supportive as possible. And the little curveball that we were thrown this year um, with, with COVID and everything, I th- I pushed the start date forward because I really wanted to launch it into the world right now in order to support all of the women out there who are going through these phases right now because there's no time like the present. So the the platform is really set up to help mothers thrive from the get-go. You know, we have all of these wonderful playdates and mommy groups and things like that, but who is giving the direction to help women tackle the health and wellness Um, from the get-go. And I feel like getting into pregnancy and motherhood is a really exciting time because it starts opening the doors where you may have done something because you enjoyed it um, or you may have eaten a certain way um, your whole life. But as soon as you start getting into pregnancy or you're thinking about having a baby, different lights come on and different doors open. and. You start thinking okay well this isn't just for me anymore right now it's for my baby as well mm-hmm. so within our platform we wanted to make it really accessible and in a way that the content on it can be consumed anytime anywhere like even at 2 a.m when they're in the nursing chair because some of those times um you we can either choose to scroll through instagram or we can do something that's going to fill some of those things that we really need, whether that is stepping into self-empowerment and sort of owning your new motherhood, right? You know what's best for your body. You're going to nourish it. You're going to feel good through all of it because at the end of the day, I think that's what we all really want, isn't it? We we want to be healthy and thriving and feel good and feel supported and step into our best self, allow this transformation that we go to, to awaken us to a whole new way of being that we didn't even know could even exist. And that doesn't feel like stress and overwhelm. That's not the version that we want. We want the version where we feel great and we feel supported and where we really feel like we're thriving in our lives and and, in motherhood. And then we all just want to raise happy, healthy children, right? At the end of the day. But there are many obstacles to overcome in order to get there in today's day and age. Um, It's not as simple as things were when our grandparents and our great-grandparents were young. So how are we going to get the guidance? So within our platform, um, what is available is, first and foremost, I'm super excited to talk about, is our community. So... If you have any of the nitty gritty or the deets like lately on health and wellness, some of that information is not as accessible as it used to be. And what I found over the years is while the little forums and everything and the groups are great on Facebook, it's advice. It's not direction. It's not true guidance. It's not looking at you as a whole person and Figuring out how we build upon that and how we do things, like I said before, there is no one size fits all. So even if something works for one person, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So when you get into the community, um, one of the great things that you can get in and do is we have all of these different categories listed and you can jump into the community and have real authentic conversations and show up exactly how you are. And even if you're somebody that's um, into healthy living or non-tox living and you've sort of you know, found yourself pushing about pushing back a little bit against the things that are mainstream, we want to have you there. Like we want to love you and support you and help you make really informed, empowered decisions along the way. The second thing that we'll have within there is masterclasses. And our masterclasses are um, like uh, something that you'll get on a monthly basis. And when they open up, not only will you be able to pop in and get education. So the first one is about strengthening your immunity in a natural way. I like it. (laughs) And from there, you'll have tools to keep you accountable, but you'll also be able to learn where you are from somebody who's not only been there before, but also guided other women just like you um, to overcome their challenges and then we're also going to have my favorite part which my favorite part is our monthly challenges because they allow you to grow and take baby steps which i feel like is what we all need like the last thing that we need when we're going into pregnancy or motherhood is to be overwhelmed we don't need one more thing to overwhelm us so in this way you can just dip your toe in and do a little bit at a time you'll have a monthly challenge Um, And then you have some strategies to implement it. And then from there, we'll have weekly coaching calls where we're going to dive into giving you those tools and resources so that you can make it not only a part of your life, but a way of life.
0: Oh, that's exciting.
2: And I love that you are going to do
0: like where one is accessible at any time for the mom. Cause we know that is super important because what works for one mom's time is not going to work for another mom's time on top of two, like easy, like digestible bits to start implementing because if this health and like wellness journey for all of us, I think if you talk to any of us, like where we're a little bit more far into it at this point, like it, we didn't revamp it overnight. We've taken small steps and growth over time, and that you just keep evolving and getting there. And it can seem really overwhelming. But there's always something you can do. You know, there's always at least a little something you can do and change. So I love that you're going to be giving them accountability in that too. (laughs) Because it can be it can like on your own, it can be a little, even small bits can be a little much. But when you have somebody on your team, it's, it's nice.
2: I think it's always good too, to have somebody there to just facilitate the conversation with you, because if you have a question, it's likely somebody else does too. So you're also learning in a group environment. So you'll have the ability to grab an accountability partner. Not only will you have us holding you accountable, but you'll also have somebody else there that is in the same walk of life and the same place on their health journey that can step up and be sort of be part of a rock for you, right? And and hold space for you during this transformation because it's a lot. And just like you said, Madeline, is that we didn't get here in a day, but my hope is that you will never have to go through all of the trial and error that I had to go through to get here because that's what really takes so long in this journey. And what, what you do between pregnancy and the first five years sets the tone for the rest of not only your life but also your child's life there are critical and vulnerable periods during those during that time and those phases change so rapidly so we're thinking you do pregnancy and that has to be you know one way of possibly like nourishing your body and then we're jumping into postpartum and that's something different especially if you're breastfeeding Mm -hmm. And then we jump into baby-led weaning, right? And all of these things happen rather quickly. Like, think that's about a six-month time frame right there. And we're already into the next phase. So my hope um, for this platform is that all of the women who come into it will feel loved and supported and empowered on their own journeys without having to exhaust so much time and energy that none of us really have. Nobody has time to do a million and one things or to try out a million and one different things that don't work.
0: Yeah, No, I think that's great. Awesome. So, um, did you, I might have missed it. Did you say when this platform, cause it hasn't started yet, right?
2: No, it hasn't. So it is launching on Monday. y'all yeah. <laughs> you-
0: Listening will be after when this is out We're it's, uh, so Monday from where we are now is, I've pulled the calendar, the 23rd of November. So once you guys get this, it's going to be like out
2: and you can go check it out. <laughs> oh, for sure. So the first thing that we're doing is we are doing a special for early access. So early access will give you the opportunity to lock in a founding member's um, price point. And then not only that, but those founding members who go within their early access period um, who jump in and join with us, you'll also get your first month for a dollar. So you basically get like an early access trial into all of it. So you can, you know, it allows you to go in and you can learn how to navigate all of it and get set up in the community and really just learn how to get into the program and connect with others and connect with me too. Mm -hmm. And from that very beginning, we're going to start coaching calls on that, that first week. Oh, nice. Perfect. Great. Great.
0: So if there, if there are, people who are listening to this and they're interested in checking that out and just checking you out, where can they find all of your information and where can they find
2: you? Sure. So you can find me, everything that we created with this platform is done remotely. It's done online so that you can do it completely in your own time. Mm-hmm. I also do personal coaching too. If you're ready to take your wellness to the next level and really jump in and start a big transformation. Mm-hmm. You can find me over at holisticmotherhood.co and you can tap into the membership right there in the top right corner of the, and then jump on our waitlist too. So right now we have a waitlist up. Mm -hmm. So once you jump over to the membership at the top, right, you'll be able to join now and it'll put you on the waitlist and your waitlist. If you're on the waitlist, you'll get early access.
0: Wonderful. Awesome. What about if they just want to follow you in general and see kind of like what you have going on? What's the best? I know you're on
2: socials, social media stuff. So where are you? (laughs) Yeah. So they can find me at holistic motherhood co on both Facebook and Instagram
0: wonderful and we'll have all of all of the information and links down in the show notes for you guys as well so make sure if you like um if you've been listening to alexa and you're like yeah i really resonate with this and you want to check out our program or just follow her because she puts out some really awesome stuff on social media as well then definitely hop over and go um, give her a follow go check out her um, website get on the wait list if you're interested all that jazz Yeah. (laughs) anything else you have for us today
2: Are you going to make me do a quote at the end here?
0: I don't know. Do you want to do a quote?
2: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) I believe that us going into this year, we're going to step into a whole new way of being. I think a light is being shown on truth and it's time for the empowered mother who thrives.
0: Yeah, girl. That's awesome. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and you have a light shining on you right now. So it's beautiful. <laughs> the sun is shining on her. Thank you guys. So okay, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks, Alexa, for being here. And we will see you on the next episode of Vaginas and Vertebrae. Bye. Bye.